0: We're gonna be looking at Philippians. Last week, we've had a special prayer service. And today has been declared a national day of prayer. And so we're gonna close the service with a special time of prayer. But we've had an opportunity to see people live out what it meant to be Christ-like. People who, even though they were suffering from loss, still put aside their own needs to help others. Everyday heroes who got on boats to help their neighbors. There were even some friends of mine salvation army officer in houston him and his son got their little fishing
1: boat hmm.
0: and went out and in one day he helped rescue 32 people and 10 dogs wow and a little
1: like a little rowboat
0: a little fishing boat a little fishing boat yeah and the thing is is even though amazing as that story is for one person to have done the community came together and neighbors were doing it I read a story on Facebook about Pizza Hut, a lady from Pizza Hut who knew that the pizza that they had was going to go to waste. She went to the kitchen, fired it up, and then called her husband. They took a boat out and handed out the pizza. Wow. They probably had a lot of pizza. Well, you know. They did. They did. And I gave it all away to people stuck in their homes. Or an elderly couple who used the app to order Chick-fil-A as one of the sides requested a boat, <laughs> Because they were stuck yeah. in their homes. You laugh, but the manager at the Chick-fil-A who processed the order looked at their address, called up her husband and said, honey, there's this elderly couple in this home, go get the boat, go get them. And he did. And so it's only fitting, you know, when we're talking about this doctrine of Jesus. And it says, you know, we believe in the person of Jesus Christ, the divine and human natures are united so that he is truly and properly God and truly and properly man. That doctrine is important to us because we sing songs. We strive. Christians say, what would Jesus do, right? Right. And it's a slogan, it was bracelets, and we've kind of forgotten that slogan. But the mentality behind it has not changed. And it's important for this doctrine for us to understand that he's truly and properly God, but truly and properly man, because when we say things like, follow the example of Christ, be like Jesus, when we focus on that truly and properly God part, it may seem too high and lofty for us to obtain Christ came in incarnational ministry to live amongst us. He was truly and properly God, truly and properly man. And so the example that he has set here on this earth is one that, even though it seems impossible, is one that we can achieve. And we've seen it this past week. In the lives of people who gave of themselves, of their time, to help others. First responders even lost their life trying to save others. Just as Jesus showed by his example. And giving his life to save us. We've seen it. Incarnational ministry. People who go beyond themselves who go to where they're called. And how about we talked about the neighbors who are getting their boats out. But anyone ever heard of the Cajun Navy? No. I had never heard of it before this time. It's a group who come from all over, who have those water boats that you see often in New Orleans, and down in Florida too. They died in okay. Florida and the Everglades, they mobilized. They come and immerse themselves in a culture, in a city, it became family, greeted each other as brothers. Because if people were in need, who we were and the differences between us didn't matter. You know, not to get too political, because the pulpit is no place for politics. I noticed that the president and his wife were here yesterday. She was coming, they were both coming to work, but you know, she had on sneakers and jeans and even a hat that said Texas. She was becoming part of the culture. She was here to work and she didn't want to stand out. People who were here, they're not looking for accolades. Those neighbors who were rescuing each other, they didn't care about the news getting their interview. Because
1: you had people drowning in, in all that water, 51 inches of the record for Houston, and they have had many storms. And um, you had people who were just out there. They said, damn, he had both a Confederate flag and he was just going up and down, and he was dressed in black and white, Spanish, dogs, cats, anything, and just taking them to high ground.
0: Because the differences between us is something we invent. We're all one race, human race. And we all have red blood. Exactly. And we learn that from Jesus, who is the epitome of incarnational ministry. We want to talk about differences. How much difference was he from us? us? He was sinless. He was God. And yet he came to this earth. He left his home, which was heaven, as it tells us in John. Chapter 1. One verse 14 says, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. The world, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. I love the way the message paraphrase says it better. Because we see neighbors in a community. No matter if they looked next door or not, everybody understood. Your neighbor is who you are. John 1, 14 in the message says, The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. the divinity of Christ. And what he did. He moved into the neighborhood. But when he came here, he didn't think himself grander than anyone else. Philippians 5, or Philippians 2, starting with verse 5, says this, and we've seen this in the way other people thought this past week. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privilege of deity and took on the status of a slave, becoming human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death. And the worst kind of death there was. My crucifixion. He was truly and properly God. Philippians says he had equal status with God. He was a deity. We learned two weeks ago about the Trinity, right?
1: Yeah.
0: The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, undivided in essence and coequal in power and glory. Understanding that is important to understanding Jesus, the sacrifice he made. He came as a helpless infant, and he didn't even come as a ruler of the world. He wasn't born into the dominant culture. He wasn't Greek or Roman who were in control. And even though he had been with God since the beginning, and knew probably all there was to learn to know. He was a learner. You see examples of him asking questions in Luke. Chapter two. verse 46. They find him as a child, right? Sitting in the temple. Listening to them and asking questions. And then it says they were impressed with what he knew. We have an opportunity to practice the same kind of incarnational ministry to put ourselves away and we've seen that done at such a grand scale this past week people who were considered lesser helping people who were considered better in the eyes of the world People who were considered better. They were thankful. They were humbled. And we became as one. Because we are one and united in carnational ministry. A Christ like attitude is basic to our witness and service. That's what's essential for us to understand. We learn that. We believe that in the person of Jesus Christ, the divine and human natures are united so that he is truly and properly God and truly and properly man. And we have an opportunity follow his example, to be Christ-like. To put away our selfishness. Let's be honest with ourselves for a minute. We're all willing to help somebody, right? Mm -hmm. How many of us are willing to help somebody when it costs us significantly? That is what it means to be Christ-like. We've seen that this past week again, yeah, didn't we? People who forgot themselves. Forgot who they should be, who they were in the eyes of the world. became brothers and sisters with each other no matter their heritage on this side of glory because they understood that on the other side of glory we are all the same. We are all brothers and sisters in Christ. People who forgot themselves and follow the example of Christ. who were able to put aside their self-importance. I know people may argue that it was publicity, but I've seen that when I've seen the President and the First Lady handing out meals and clothing at the shelter. Because sure, there may have been secret service around protecting them and there could have been whatever. But the fact that they took time out of their schedule to do it, I don't care if it was a publicity stunt or not. Yeah. And he's pledged $1 million. And he's pledged $1 million. He forgot his self-apportance to help
1: others. Because he came a week ago, Tuesday, and the uh, media was all on the fact that she came with the And then she changed to, you know, tennis shoes. And so they were more on her wearing stilettos which had nothing to do with what was going on and then you know they both
0: came and because the world is not a place that wants us to forget our self-importance of who we are who we should be and the and the persona we should maintain but christ-like it would be amazing to see what it would be like if christ were to come in this world and how they would want him to behave Mm -hmm. in fact It probably would be much the same as it was when he came the first time, that he was not the king that they had anticipated. And so, so many turned their backs. If he were to come again, it would be the same and maybe even worse because he would not be the leader that they wanted. He would not fit into the shoes they wanted him to fill. And so, because he was not what they wanted, they would not care.
1: And in social media, they would make it like it's a joke or something
0: and we can follow Christ's footsteps he did not let them control his ministry he did not let the naysayers say well you're not who you're supposed to be we wanted a military leader who would deliver us as Christians they want we need to forget who we are forget ourself our sense of self importance it doesn't matter what we've done we are in our lives when we are called to be Christ-like if God can come down and serve us mere humans who are we to say that we are too important to do what he has called us to do and let us never get to the point where we consider our own lives more important than someone else Because if that's not the example Jesus set, it's not the example for Christians to follow. And if he willingly died for us, the Bible even tells us greater love than this, that he would lay down his life for his friend. Right? And the Bible even goes further. Who's your neighbor? Whoever you would help. The one who stopped and helped him. We learn that in the story of the Good Samaritan, right? People were... Physically, neighbors wouldn't stop to help. But the people who were, people who stopped to help, even though they were actually considered enemies, that was the neighbor. And we see neighbors unite in the true biblical sense. And that is what we are called to do as Christians to unite, to forget ourselves. and to become like Christ. To have an attitude. To be humble. We see it in missionaries around the world, but the truth of the matter is is that in today's world, there's no greater need for missionaries than in the communities where you are living. you do not need to go overseas to find someone who needs help. If you want to be of service of Christ in the grand scale, he has placed you where he needs you or he is calling you there already. And sometimes, though, it may be that we need to forget our self-importance to listen to where he is directing us. We may be so willing to serve that we think that there's such this grand scheme that he has called us and destined us for so much more than this little neighborhood, than this one person. But honestly, if the only reason you are alive is to give that one person Christ, then your life is not in waste. believe me, as a minister, I think the same thing myself. I get up here and I preach every Sunday. I've been doing it in this little church for five years. And in all those years, if only one person out of all those Sundays comes to know Christ, then you know what? It is it. Because we are put here to be his tools and his instruments and what we do is not for us but for the father he was truly and properly God equal with God we've seen that in Philippians he had equal status talked about that two weeks ago when we talked about the Trinity, right? Truly and properly God. that he became human. And this part is essential because this is what makes us able to be Christ-like. Because it's unreasonable for us as mere human, mortals, to strive to be Godlike, right? But when we understand that Christ on this earth was human, human, like we are, who face the same temptations, the trials, and pain that we do, then to strive to be Christlike. it's not such an unattainable goal anymore truly and properly god and that's what makes that second part so important truly and properly man he loved us and deemed us important enough to put it behind to come to be born as a mere babe in a manger die a painful death for us. Now let us go forth and be Christ to the world. We're going to take this time in prayer. And as we do, we're going to listen to a song. We want to take this time to pray for all those affected by Harvey the relief workers. I don't know if you've heard, but there's a storm brewing yeah. in the Atlantic called Irma.
1: She's a category three. Yes, yeah, she looks like she's
0: And she may be wrecking the same kind of devastation that we've experienced so close to home. And so we're just going to take this time to pray for those affected by Harvey. for those working the relief effort and for what may be coming. We serve a God who can control the winds and waves. No storm is too powerful for him. But when we be able to be Christ-like in our daily lives, and help others as he would have us to. So we invite you to pray as the music plays.
1: Can see everything that I keep missing. Give me your love for humanity. Give me your arms for the brokenhearted, the ones that are far beyond my reach. Give me your arms for the ones forgotten. Give me your eyes so I can see. Give me your eyes. Lord, give me your eyes so can see everything that I really keep in
0: Heavenly Father, we just come before you right now. We make that our prayer. We thank you for Jesus. That even though he was truly and properly God, he was also truly and properly man. And that he has set us an example. That he has come and dwelt with us. And now he dwells within us. Help us to show your love to be Christ to the world around us. whatever neighborhoods we may find ourselves in. Be with us as we go forth. We ask this in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen.